Welcome to the Complete Manager Makeover Podcast, a management training and leadership development platform focused on providing managers and business owners with practical compliance and employee relations tips, tools, and techniques for every stage of their career or business. Our mission is to slash the statistic that employees don't quit their jobs, they quit their bad managers. Not anymore, because we are transforming the human and human resources with the Complete Manager Makeover. So today we're going to talk about terminations. Let's just take a moment to kind of envision that we might have an employee who just isn't working out. And maybe that's a voluntary resignation. Maybe that's an opportunity where we don't have the right fit and we need to exit that employee. We want to separate their employment. And I always recommend that if within the first 90 days, you know that there's not a right fit, that you go ahead and address that using that 30, 60, 90 day evaluation period that you use that opportunity to attempt to correct that performance and make sure that that employee is aligned with your organization, its needs, the job duties and function to make sure that it's a win-win after that 90 days. Now we recommend that 90 days because oftentimes your unemployment benefits are tied to some kind of introductory period, some kind of base period employer time frame. Some states, that's 90 days. Some states, that's 48 days. The termination conversation can often be a difficult one, but it doesn't have to be a difficult one if we prepare properly for that conversation. So let's go ahead and get started with this ebook will be posted probably by the end of the week in your portal. And based on your level of membership in the Complete Manager Makeover, you'll either have access to this complimentary or you'll have access to it at a discount depending on your level of membership. This document, we're going to give kind of an overview of some of the tips and and tools that we recommend in preparing for that termination session. Now, as you know, I'm all about making sure that employees walk out of your office with their dignity intact. That is my mission. That is making sure that you are still an employer of choice, even if we have to separate someone from their employment. We always want to make sure that we're handling those termination conversations or those separation conversations in a legally defensible manner. And that employee could never come back and say anything. And that's why planning what you will say is so important. Even to this day, when I conduct a separation conversation, I have my notes in front of me. I have my key points and my checklists and anything so that I can stay on track and not get sidetracked because oftentimes an employee might take you down a different road. You always want to make sure we bring that conversation back. If you have a large organization, you want to coordinate logistics as well. How will the employee leave the organization? Are they going to be walking through an area where there are lots of others of employees? Or is there an exit strategy where they can come into contact with fewer employees? And of course, that's going to depend on the nature of that termination. Is it voluntary? Is it of their own doing? Is it of mutual consent? Or is it involuntary and it's because of their performance or behavior or some other mitigating factors that 
cause a termination. So you want to consider those strategies based on the specific situation. You want to schedule that termination meeting so that the exit employee has time to adjust to the job loss. Now, obviously, with everything being online, we don't worry too much about our ability to have that conversation at the end of the week. Obviously, if you already know on Tuesday that this is occurring, why wait? Why put either of you through that? Go ahead and take care of that and exit that employee when you know that decision's been made internally. So making sure that you have those conversations, that you have time to discuss it. I always recommend, obviously, that it be done behind closed doors. Ensuring that the employee, check this out, is closest to the door in which they can exit. This is because we always want to avoid blocking their passage to the exit door so that they can never say, oh, I was trapped in the meeting. I was trapped in the office. You always want to make sure that you coordinate those conversations so that both of you have access in and out. If you know that it might be a highly sensitive situation, I always encourage my clients and my managers to have someone in that conversation with them. That provides someone who might be taking notes about the conversation if you think it could lead to litigation. It might be someone simply to be a witness and be present so that there's some validity uh, to what transpired in that conversation. I always recommend that you inform after the fact any colleagues or company customers, particularly if there was some close relationships, and do so after the conversation has taken place. This shows that the company cares not just for the employee, but for those in which they came in contact, whether fellow employer, colleague, or a customer or a client. When you take the time and effort to show that the company cares and you've set this conversation up in this way, it does help to reduce stress, mitigate some risk, and of course, make sure that you're maintaining the reputation of the company in the marketplace. You also want to make sure that you're reducing the risk of litigation by setting yourself up and really coming at this conversation and beginning this conversation and conducting this conversation in the most empathetic way possible. And then, of course, make sure that morale, productivity remain high, particularly if you have an organization with several employees, because losing a colleague can be a little bit of a blow to the others, especially if it's not expected. And so you want to be able to maintain productivity and morale in light of or in spite of uh, this employee change. Oftentimes, you'll have employees who want to take control of the conversation, particularly if it's going to be a difficult conversation as a result of coaching, counseling, and corrective action that has transpired in the employee's work history. You always want to stay in control, and that just means demonstrating that you're in control. And if they start to sidetrack and say things like, well, what about so-and-so? And this person comes in late all the time, you may see that exuded because employees don't want to oftentimes admit their own responsibility and mistakes in the termination process or the behaviors that led to it. 
stay in control regardless of what happens and make sure that you're not losing your temper, that you're not arguing. And we always want to make sure that we're in control and because things can get heated. They may say things about you as an employer or as a manager that want to stir up the pot a little bit. Being firm, though caring and compassionate helps you stay in control. You want to make sure that you're using carefully selected words during the termination meeting, particularly if there's been previous conversations about that behavior. Oftentimes, I will quickly recap what that progress has been and what progress has not been made to recap the reason as to why the organization has felt that now's the time to separate them from employment always encouraging them that this does not go with them. And we want to make sure that we can assure them that other than the unemployment process, anyone in a government capacity, this information about their separation stays here with us, that it does not follow them unless they choose for it to follow them by sharing the information. We will not, as an employer, provide this information unless to a legal entity that we're required to disclose it to. That helps to make sure that uh, we can share with them that we will verify their employment, providing their name, position, title, and if given the written authorization, their rate of pay. And that's changing too. So you may want to consider what state you're in to disclose that information and always get in writing ability to disclose any wage information. And then again, let the exiting employee know that you're in control of the meeting by staying in control, being fair yet firm and stay on track. Now, obviously, you know, the termination conversation is not an opportunity for socialization. We want to make sure that we aren't asking how's the weather, how's the family, any of those kinds of things that we really come into this conversation, certainly with empathy, but also staying on track at the reason that the conversation is taking place. You also want to make sure that you're being prompt. If you've asked an employee to come into your office, at four o'clock for this conversation, let them know right away by being on time yourself, not taking calls, not being distracted by a ringing phone or knocks at the door, really giving them that one-on-one time, just as we would with an interview process. We want to give them that time during an exit conversation as well. Obviously, if they're prompt, thank them for being prompt. And let's get right to the purpose of our meeting. Oftentimes, they're not going to see this unexpected. If you've been coaching, counseling, and correcting performance all along, you should be communicating along the way how close they might be to separating from employment because there's just not a win-win. There's just not a fit. And that's okay. Encourage them to find that fit somewhere else. You may want to ensure that if you do have someone in the room with you, that you introduce that person if they don't know that person and ensure that they are only there to be a witness to the conversation and nothing more. You might want to introduce that person if they don't know or at 
you know, I just simply advise why that individual is with you in the conversation and then get down to business. The reason that I've asked you to be here today is because, as you know, we've had several conversations about your behavior, performance, attendance, whatever those things are. And I always like to validate that. Do you recall those conversations? So-and-so we want to make sure that there's a, a conversation ensuing and nine times out of 10, you know, if those conversations are happening, you're going to get that. Yes. Yes. I know that those conversations have been had and then you can go ahead and indicate, you know, as a result of this journey, these conversations, we still don't seem to see that there's a fit between you and the organization. And we've found and made the decision at this time to separate you from employment. Okay. And that's something that we want to make sure that we say clearly. So again, not socializing is going to be an important thing, ensuring that we have the opportunity to be very clear about the purpose that we're here and put all the cards on the table pretty quickly. Don't argue. This isn't a time to go back and forth. If your decision has been made, if you've thoroughly looked at the employment history, the attendance, the behavior, all of those kinds of things, there is no opportunity for back and forth. However, your employee may say, but wait a minute, haven't you thought about what I did this time and this time and all the good stuff? And you can simply say, John, the decision has been made and it is final. We're not here to discuss it. We're just here to inform you of the decision. So I'd like to get back so that we can review the next steps with you and those include, and that's when you go into your exit interview process, okay? You might want to set that up for another time. You may want to include a small portion about the previous meetings. And again, I don't go into this long drawn out recap. It's, you know, we've spoken about this three times over the last six months. You know, we've given you an opportunity to improve this. We've put you on a performance improvement plan and we still have not seen, as you know, any improvement. And we add that as you know, because you should be contacting, you should be sharing all of this with that employee on an ongoing basis through the coaching and counseling and corrective action processes. And I would caution you not to use words such as unfortunately, because that tends to bring the conversation down and has you agreeing that it's unfortunate. Well, for the organization, it may not be that unfortunate so that you can exit an employee who's not the right fit to make room for an employee that is. So be very cautious about that and get back to the conversation at at hand. We still have not seen that progress. And so we're here to discuss the separation from employment and the next steps on how we do that. In addition to that, if you are the person who maybe didn't make that decision and maybe someone else in a higher up position has made that the owner of the organization you are the one who is tasked with communicating that conversation i caution you not to say well you know it wasn't my decision i don't agree with it but i'm just the one who has to tell you about it you really don't want to do that you want alignment at all times with the decisions your organization makes the decisions your leadership makes and it's your role as the owner or business manager to be in alignment with the leadership of your organization. Make sure that you always keep your personal feelings out of it. 
Now make sure that as you exit the employee, you know, at this point, you've probably gone through the exit interview process and we'll take some time at the next session to discuss that exit interview piece. That'll be an excerpt. Uh, an aside, that we go through all of that information, ensuring that we have uh, notified our IT department or systems people to lock anything out. If there's codes on the door, that information needs to be taken care of. If there are physical keys or parking passes and all of that, and again, we'll go through that. That's the opportunity where you start to go through that checklist. So you have to have that prepared and ready to go for this conversation so that you don't miss anything. If you have benefits, that conversation goes into it as well. Typically your separation conversation could be anywhere between 30 to 45 minutes, depending on all of the processes that you have in place. And again, avoid embarrassing exiting employee. You want a private conversation. If you have windows on your doors, then you want to shut the blinds or roll down the shades, things of that nature, so that there's complete privacy for this conversation. Remember to try at all costs to ensure that the employee leaves the workplace with minimum embarrassment. They don't need an escort. They don't need somebody going with them. Typically, if you're afraid of anything like that, if you have concerns about safety or security in the workplace or someone acting out after that, then I would recommend that whoever you have in that conversation with you, whoever you have witnessing the conversation, that person is typically a colleague of some sort of that employee, but it's not you, the communicator of the conversation. Encourage that person to go along with the employee simply to help them with any personal effects that they might have. Maybe, you know, you've seen the office, right? They walk out of the office with the box with all of their things from their personal effects. This way, if you have any concerns with safety or security, there is someone present, but it's not you. You never want to have a security guard escort them if at all costs, but you know the situation best. You do what's best for your organization, that individual, and whatever else is going on to ensure the safety and security of everyone in the workplace, including that exiting employee. And again, avoid any conversations or conversation that might humiliate the employee by sharing that information with customers, other clients, any other employees as you let them know what's just taken place. Because it is important to let them know that John is no longer with the organization. The reasons are not going to be disclosed. You're more than welcome to wish them well. They will not be employed any longer so that you can have those conversations. And I encourage you to do so. Again, avoid embarrassing the remaining employees. Maybe there is someone who was really close to this employee. Make sure that you're conducting this conversation away from those remaining employees. Uh, smaller organizations often have had these conversations in, you know, in a conference room apart from the organization, things of that nature. Maybe Make arrangement for the employee to retrieve any personal belongings, realizing that might not be right then and there. You might say you're welcome to return, depending on how you want to handle it, 
five o'clock this way. Everybody else is gone or six o'clock or Saturday morning, however it is. And I would caution you not to collect those personal belongings yourself and put them in a box because that might create some risk of something being missing or not there or what have you. So reassure the employee when they have the opportunity to collect those personal effects. And of course, if you're having this conversation late in the day and you've said goodbye to all other employees in the workplace and you remain there, then that's fine. Obviously now would be a good time to do that. But Take those things into consideration. When is a good time for those things to transpire? And then, of course, uh, you know, choose your words carefully with remaining staff, especially, you know, as the employee exits, if there are still some people in the workplace. And then there's going to be some verbiage that you can utilize the, in the ebook that you have access to. And then, of course, in relation to the witness that you have present, again, I always recommend a witness to be present for termination conversations. Let them know, again, the reason why they're there, that the witness should say nothing. They're not to be part of the conversation and caution that person if the employee does ask that individual a question happen where my witness was asked, well, do you agree with this? And of course, I had already spoken to that witness and said, any questions that they might ask you, just volley them back over to me. And that person actually looked right at me and I said, well, so-and-so, that's not a decision that was made by so-and-so. I'm the one communicating it. It was you know, a decision based on your employment history. So a lot, lot to do uh, off the cuff and in the moment. So Keep those things in mind, but prepare your witness for these potential situations. And then, you know, you, again, may experience a block of nervousness. These conversations are stressful, not just for you, but for the person in the room, the witness as well. Make sure that you prepare as much as possible for this conversation by having your notes, your talking points, your bullet points, your exit checklist so that you can go through that thing uh, methodically and thoroughly to make sure that you don't get off track due to nerves or stress. And then of course, if that person wants to argue, if they become angry, physically aggressive, um, if at least two company representatives are there, then that's helpful. Not just, and, and remember positioning as well. Make sure that witness isn't blocking that door for the exiting employee. Make sure everyone has uh, some pretty good access to the exit if need be. And those are some of the things that I wanted to share with you on the witness kind of part of the conversation. I always encourage employees during this conversation as well to apply for unemployment. They may be eligible for it. Be careful not to say that you are eligible for employment because that really is a decision made by the respective unemployment department of your specific state. So be cautious, but tell them, encourage them to apply. I've oftentimes given employees a note card or a business card with the link if it's online for them to immediately go and apply. That helps to offset some of the stress relating to the loss of a job, right? We've given them some tools and some things to do instead of go home and be upset that they found themselves in this situation. And again, encourage the employee to include your employment on future applications, indicating that we only release name, position, and dates of employment. That's important as well. So that again, this 
situation doesn't follow them, but I always encourage them, maybe there's something here to learn from. And then of course, allow the employee that time to get any personal effects. Ask them, do you have any personal belongings in your desk? If they don't have a desk in the workplace, in the locker room, however it is that you have anything set up and give them 15 minutes or so, you know, it's 15 minutes enough to gather any personal belongings. I know you've been with us a while. I'm sure you've settled into your space, that kind of thing, so that you're, again, speaking compassionately and putting yourselves in in their shoes as well. And then, of course, conclude the discussion after that point. Have your witness go with them to gather any personal belongings if they need uh, that time to do so. Obviously, having someone else present uh, is important. Making sure that you've shut off any systems, any computer access, any portals that they might have access to, especially if there's sensitive information and equipment. So that concludes a guide to conducting a respectable termination session. Again, my goal is always to ensure that every employee, exiting or not, walks out of your office with their dignity intact. Well, that's our show today. Thanks for listening to The Complete Manager Makeover. I'm Lisa Perez. If you enjoyed our show and want to know more about our community or training resources, search for us on the web, Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn at The Complete Manager Makeover, where I invite you to become part of our community. Please leave us a review and share our movement to transform the human in human resources with The Complete Manager Makeover.